Hey, it's the Ringo Zone. I'm Max. I'm Natasha. Uh, Dylan. And I guess that's it. I I forgot to push the talk. I'm sorry. I, okay. I, just, <laughs> well, that's I, I haven't you pushed the talk for like literally a decade. All uh, right, well. I fucking despise it. All right, Gemcation, all I ever wanted. Let's talk about this. I emotionally relate to Steven a lot in this episode and how and how he seems to react to like anxious situations and that it's sort of like a mixture between like depression and distraction where like it's not just like like especially the beginning scene where um Greg is like fighting the hose and like Steven kind of like hears he can clearly hear that his dad is calling for him and that he needs something done but he like his brain is just like trying to do 20 things at once and he sort of overcompensates when he finally does get around to helping his dad out and he freaks out and like bites the hose in half and like i've been in similar situations where like i've been going through some like shit and like i know exactly what i should be doing at a specific time but like my brain doesn't let me comprehend it perfectly so when i try to do things I do them either in an overdone fashion or I do them like wrong or other things like that. And like, I don't know, it's just something about that scene specifically. I'm like, I've been in that situation before mentally and emotionally. I thought that he tore it up because he just was like in space and he was like, you know what I mean? Like he was like panicked about anyone he loved being like in danger yeah, for a moment. There's probably a literal interpretation to it. But but I know what you mean that there's kind of under, there's kind of underlying theme where he is kind of like, overstressed and it's showing the way that he's be, you know, behaving and that's yeah, yeah it's like, the uh, way he's reacting to life i'm also using my microphone to work so it's just like a really really awkward experience you know what i mean i don't know it's like very um, it's like where it's like if you have a uniform for work but like it's laundry day so you have to wear your work uniform on your day off and you're like i'm not at work but i'm like wearing this clothing that's not meant for life party guy give us a segue back into the episode Actually, yeah. let's talk about the party guy joke because that's fucking incredible it really is uh, first the setup the setup is great i just love amethyst like super casual like she, she's a snake she describes it as a party guy no that 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 was like my favorite part of the episode i think pearl's just accepted that this is party guy now. <laughs> that's his, that's yeah, his that, birth that, name that, that whole area is i think my favorite part of the episode yeah yeah that's a that's that's like the best joke in steven universe ever let's face it except except, except for uh Except for that one in the theme park when they're in the fucking spinning thing and the f- whatever oh, keeps yeah. hitting them in the head over that was the yeah, best joke. Yeah, Connie's dad just keeps getting like his five head. years straight. It. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> also, so I think we'll try and get back in order here. So we covered the car wash scene, kind of. I like the mention that Greg has nine million dollars. Yeah, so he's only spent one million so far, but also. He spent one million pretty quickly, so yeah. Greg needs to start making some investments and turn that money into more money, or he's going to run out of money really fucking well, yeah, well, I, don't, I don't think he's really going to live a lifestyle where he doesn't make any shit that much. But no, he does go to Korea and shit with his son this one. So I realized something about Ronaldo this episode. Yeah. I would fucking hate Ronaldo if we met in real life. Yeah, oh, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like, for sure. Like, for a while, like, I love Ronaldo as a character, but, like, um, it's not like I actively thought, oh, yeah, we'd be friends or anything, but I thought, like, I don't know, maybe if I met this guy, I could, like, hold a conversation with him or something. But now I know I firmly cannot. And it's not because of any one thing he says, it's because of the never-ending chain of texts about Koala Princess. And here's yeah. why. 
because this is a thing from my real life now. Oh, no. uh, recently, actually, is it cool if I plug something while I tell the story? Yeah, feel free. Okay, so recently, I since October, um, I've been involved in a Persona 5 fanzine. Uh, it's called the Crimson Compendium. We've been working on it since October. It's finally out. Uh, it's over 260 pages worth of content, lots of fan art and fan fiction from creators in the Persona 5 fandom. Uh, you can get it on Gumroad. Like, if you like Persona 5, check it out, because it's only 10 bucks, and all the money goes to charity. Uh, it's The charity's called the Joyful Heart Foundation. We checked it out on Charity Navigator. It has a very good score, and it's about helping victims of abuse, both, like, uh, you know, sexual and domestic and stuff. So, but, so, the guy who originally assembled the compendium, total schmuck, and I hate him, and eventually we had to first put someone else in charge and then kick him out fully, and he would regularly do this thing where he'd just, like, in our text chats, just post fucking essay-length chains of posts about whatever anime or piece of media he wanted to talk about, and it didn't matter what anyone else said, and he'd just keep going and going and going, and that's just one of the many things I hate about this guy. So now knowing Ronaldo is one of those means if I ever met him, I'd have to kill him. Uh, segueing back into the episode, I just got to say that yeah. Greg has incredible fiscal responsibility because uh, Greg gets the uh, $10 million all the way back in season three uh, in Drop Beat Dad. He spends the money in the very next episode, Mr. Greg... And the next time we hear about his uh, fortune again is this episode, all the way in season five. And he's only spent a million dollars. And a lot of it was probably in Mr. Greg. So since then, he's been incredibly responsible with all of that money. Way more responsible than I ever would have been. Well, he also, like... I would have wasted all that money on, like, I don't even know. <laughs> he, he could have been, like, you know, boosting up his car wash... And he could have been like putting some money away, maybe for Steven. Like I don't know. Like uh, it, it's is what I. But I, I buy about. stocks and <laughs> land. Like Greg could just own Beach City and collect on. The Honestly, land. yeah, yeah. He could become uh, a oh, fuck. What's the word? A real estate tycoon. A slumlord. Slumlord is a much better word. I like that. Thank you, Max. Yeah. Greg the Slumlord, guys. <laughs> yeah. so I, I want to talk about so so there's like um there's like a certain kind of episode that happens sometimes where it's like Steven has a fucked up life and Steven just needs to like sit there and feel bad. You know what I mean? Like it's like a, it's like a, there I don't I, I can't think I do that every day. Steven's not special. Yeah, I'm tired of No, 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 but, no, but I, I mean where it's just like your life is just like let's just think about this insane scope of this for a second as like a, like the, you know what I mean? Like a lot of times it's like oh no, I care about you or whatever, but it's like there's some that are just like you are a kid. This is insane that this is all happening to you. And that's what they're about. Yeah. I like that this one though was also about like Steven's still just the like, girl won't talk to me. Team. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, but I also like though that like these episodes, they're addressing the fact that he's got probably some I don't know huge stress from it because they constantly have episodes about people going through humongous stress. Yeah, Steven just so, like traveled across space, stared into the eyes of the two godlike beings that want him dead more than any other being in the universe. Watched his friend die and subsequently resurrect. 
and went back home to see all of his family traumatized by all that happened to him. And his biggest emotional problem right now is that his girlfriend won't talk to him. And then they, yeah, it, his like, best friend. not actually his biggest problem, but he perceives that to be his biggest problem, which is like an incredibly, it's, it, it's an incredibly humanizing aspect of his to have so much shit going on in his life. And the thing that his brain focuses on the most is the most like non-traversy I've ever heard of. I really liked how this episode was like really full of gags. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't like, um, a cohesive plot that had jokes based on that. There was just a lot of, Well, like... you know, it, it's it's interesting because you're not wrong, but also you are not right. Because it's Oof. it's not a setup with a lot of jokes. It's more like one joke continually interwoven with the plot, which is that all of Steven's authority figures do not understand, like... Well, no, what he's I mean, dealing yeah, with, and they're trying to I've, figure yeah, out how to help I, him and this... stop being awkward about it. Because it's, I mean, I'm not because you say it's like a lot of gags, and I think like no, a lot I, of I, obviously there's like jokes. an overarching like like story that's going on, and within that there are a bunch of like pop up kind of like here's another little thing. Someone walked in the thing and said a whole da, 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 da. like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, like that is it, it's like a little like fun house. I don't know, that's all I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can see that. Yeah. I, I, I like that when there's just like a variety of gems, and they're all just like doing one little thing, and it's just like, all right, cool, and they move on to another person. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I like I like when they're and all together. And it's fun to see um, how each of them have a specific like. You can kind of you learn a bit about each of them a bit more, which is like it's kind of cool that we're in the fifth season of the show and we're still learning things about these characters and how they help Stephen supposedly deal with the issues he they think he's having. And their ways of approaching it. Like, uh, Greg's um, thing is he tries to go for the most, like, family member, like, the most humanizing uh, thing to do, which is, like, you know, he, uh, kid's feeling bad, let's take him somewhere that he might enjoy himself. You know, like, if you're, if you, if I, I'm sure this has happened with y'all at some point where it's like your parents notice you're bummed out. They're like, let's take him to the ice cream store. Let's take him to the, 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 the park and like, let him do a fun thing. Like that's a very typical family response to like you feeling bad amethyst and her constant, like despite her being the most probably emotionally resonant or inhuman, like gem of the three um, is still really awkward and has this sort of like, I don't know. I literally don't really know how to start a conversation with you. Garnet kind of presumes to have the answers and Pearl is just like this mess and we get foreshadowing for the future episodes where she literally just starts covering her mouth with her hand and like she's just stumbling over herself emotionally trying to like articulate. There's there's an earlier episode. I I rewatched a little show. I forget what episode this was, but there's one where or there's actually a few where, where Pearl just covers her mouth all of a sudden while they're kind of talking or something where she would kind of want to tell him. <laughs> like, so it's actually something where it's like that they, it's a built in Pearl command, but it's actually been like showing each other. But they've, they've also cleverly done it so that each time it just seemed like she could be worried. You know what I mean? I, I yeah, really I've, like seen, I've seen posts where people mention, like, here's a screenshot of this one time she covered her mouth. Here's another one. And it's like, 
you can attribute all of those to her just being worried. But like, if you if with hindsight, you're just like, oh, that's what that was. Oh shit. I just wonder because if every time Pearl has to shut the fuck up, she's to manually cover her mouth. What would happen if you like? grabbed her arms and kept them from moving would it accidentally leak or would she like bite her fucking tongue no, off she just she just would i think she would just be tight-lipped she's a gem with not. incredible strength she would probably i mean out. if i mean if someone with equal strength come on you know <laughs> i meant this i'd fuck i don't know you she would probably guess I, I think it's probably the latter she, I, she think, would just, I think if you pulled her arms apart she would just keep her mouth closed and not say anything like she would just give it enough strength she might silent. actually just poof herself like out of stress, like to prevent herself from talking. Yeah. But yeah, I like I like as I was saying, I like that um this episode still continues to teach us more about each gem and how they emotionally deal with certain situations. They're all horrible, really. I just would agree. Like 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 they've all grown a little bit. I mean, whatnot, but like they're all really like uh, they they're they're it's understandable because they're not human. They didn't grow up in our culture. Etc. But like they, they, they still are unable to connect. Because like at the beginning of the when you when you see them with him as a baby, they totally did not know how to understand like how he functioned was. But like that now is like really showing. Like they just they've never experienced a boy. Like clearly he has a thing with Connie. Like obviously. Like they I I think they like kind of know that, but I don't think they really understand the like amethyst gets fucking the hormonal ramifications of his you know of his life right yeah. now. You know what I mean? So like that's like a big part of it where it's just like this is the disconnect of like, you know, where with Connie and Greg, um, you know, humans fucking they have a little like handshake and it like it hurts kind of like Stephen feelings like appropriately you know I, of yeah. course it would but like this is this is his kind of like a shit like i'm i'm just out of place he's very much like amethyst in the sense that he's a gem but also very human and people just don't know how to deal with his or he or he doesn't really know how to i don't know so deal, i deal think with sort of shit. regarding kind of the gems and how they act in this episode i don't know if we did learn anything necessarily or like see anything new i kind of felt like their like turbo nervousness might have been a little out of character if anything but i also think the reason for that is because they were following greg's plan yeah so yeah that's the that's the thing that like, you're talking about how they're not used to human situations not just that it's that they've decided to go about trying to resolve this in a human way and they don't really know how to do that like Amethyst is the only one not like tripping around and being a total fuckhead yeah. about it. You and, know? Yeah, I noticed that um, specific like Garnet. Um, I made a joke about it when we were watching the episode. I just kind of when she was saying like, "I know what's wrong. You're the pink diamond two five thousand years ago," and I yelled pretty loudly. I was like, "Don't you have future vision?" And I thought, "Oh shit, she's probably trying to avoid using it in order to not be like that ma like how she typically is like knowing everything. She's trying to." connect with well, Steven in the I, present. I think, I think Garnet's future vision is also limited by oh, it absolutely what is. she knows. She, she also so, said that she never looked in the rose, so like she just never I mean, tried, so she would never like there's ever that too, know. Because like, 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 in, in the newest episodes from Heart of the Crystal Gems, like we see Sapphire, like Sapphire's vision has like Ruby is so wild and spontaneous. Like one future I see has her as a cowboy. Like why is she a cowboy? And of course that's the one that happened. But also like she can see like a million futures for Ruby because she knows Ruby intimately. Yeah. So like she can build all the paths she sees. I think like we can claim it because I know we've 
debated this a little in the past, but I think now we can firmly establish it's built on prior knowledge. Also, one more thing before we close out the episode. Uh, another thing that I related to Stephen is that he, he, his reason for not wanting to specifically tell everybody what he's trying to go through is that he's afraid that um, they will resent him because they, li- they all like Connie so much and he feels bad that he drove her away and that they're going to resent him for that, which is, uh, as like, and this is getting a little, per- not terribly personal, but somewhat personal, uh, I when I went through a breakup, um, that was one of my um, uh, hangups. Was that like, because I I'd been with this person for a couple years, so she pretty much became an ingrained part of my life for a little while. And like she'd gone to family events with me, she'd hung out with a lot of my friend and that group of friends. And at the time, I felt bad because I was like, I felt like I was getting rid of a big part of my social life in that that aspect in that some people might actually resent me for that because like my like my grandparents knew her my fam- my parents knew her and then I, I was suddenly deleting this massive part of my life out that they would yeah. resent me for that or like like and at the in hindsight it's obviously stupid yeah. that I thought that in the first place but like when you're going through it it's like holy shit I'm just getting rid of this massive part of my life and what if people are mad at me about that yeah I, I didn't have that exact experience but I, I have thought about this a lot that like my first girlfriend right before we broke up um, I like I, I, I find it so odd that it's like once the thing ends you just met all these people for no fucking reason. Yeah. You know yeah. No. You know no. no I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, it's, it's kind of just like our, our like, like if you ever meet these people again, like what just with right, years dead, of like, growth the past of the breakup. My biggest regret of ending that relationship was shit. Her mom was a really good cook, and now I don't. And now I can't eat her goulash anymore. Like her mom made some good yeah, fucking goulash, true, and yeah. that's the one part I wow. most about it. Final thoughts. Yeah, I I also mine. I I really love Greg in a chef outfit. Greg in a chef outfit is very good. Also, Greg with his hair up, really weird. I don't I'm, I don't it know. Beautiful. I feel like it's not the first time we've seen it, but it feels like the first time I've seen it, and it's very strange to me. Yeah, also, um, Pearl with the ice pack on her head. Oh like, yeah, it's the surprise. I just I, I that's that fucking kills me. What about you guys? What are your final thoughts? Uh. Koalor is probably one of my favorite fake words now. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I one of the things that bothers me about this episode actually. My one, my <laughs> one like really big like it, it, every time it really pisses me off. Oh no. Is that when he when he looks at the no, he looks at the text, it's not spelled koalor. Like you know what I mean? Like, no, like it the is word. spelled koalor, but he says it koala or. That's, that's 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 what I mean. Sorry, yeah, flipped. That yeah, really, that's really what, fucking yeah. bothers me. I really like Wallows. Yeah, that was Wallows annoying. Is, like so fucking good. Yeah, yeah that's I a great that word. It's a weird thing to say, and like maybe kids would be like, "Wait, what?" But fucking Wallows. Yeah. My final thought is this episode's okay. I don't really think it's one I'd be interested in revisiting often, except for Party Guy, who is now yeah. best gem. True. True. He's the newest Crystal yeah, Gem. I can see that. Uh, I'm excited for Party Guy to show up in the final episode. Yes, yeah, season eight. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Yeah, we're you're, we're going to go through a big hiatus. This episode sucks. I mean, like the episode itself. I mean, we, we look at it for fuck us, whatever. But I mean, like the episode of TV Universe is a shitty episode to talk about. Right after like an amazing bomb, and we can't talk about it for like weeks. At, at the very least, we're, you're, we're hiatus is coming, but like. 
our regular releases will will sustain. We like we won't stop, but like we will, you know, finish this fucking show. So, yeah, I love you guys, the audience and podcast. Uh, good night.